Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, say hi if you're watching. Okay. Let's see. Nicole says, I'm struggling with getting into the right mindset in the evening to work on my blog. During the day, being a VA, I have no trouble working on my clients' blogs and business. But then when it comes to my own blog, I'm not that motivated anymore in the evening. How can I change that? Thanks. So, Nicole, I'm going to give you some advice that you're probably not going to (laughs) like. So, I would flip the switch on this. I would get into the energy of commitment. So, I actually think feeling motivated is pretty, like fleeting. I don't think the energy of motivation is as strong as the energy of commitment. So I would start telling yourself a story that even though I'm not motivated, I'm just going to work on this a little bit every day anyway. Even though I don't want to, I'm going to work on it anyway. (laughs) So that's the first thing. I would like flip the switch where it's like, even though I don't want to do this, I'm just going to do, and don't, don't make yourself do a million hours. Just do like 30, 40 minutes. You guys would be surprised what you can get done. We do this in co-working all the time where we work like really focused for an hour and we do a 25 minute block and a five minute break and another 25 minute block. You would be surprised in a 25 minute block how much you can get done when you're really focused and you're not fucking around. <laughs> so I would set, I would set the intention of just doing a little bit. And I would be like, even though I don't want to do this and I'm not motivated and I'm tired and this is annoying, I'm going to do it anyway because I'm committed. I'm in the energy of committed. So I would just let the dream of like feeling like it die. (laughs) And then, and then you can also flip the switch on your thoughts. So the reason you feel differently about your business and your client's business are you're having different thoughts about them, right? So what thoughts do you think about your client's businesses? that you can borrow. And I would imagine that you're being paid right now to work on client blogs and you're not being paid to work on your blog yet. That's my guess, I don't know that, but from this comment, that's what I'm gonna guess. But I'm thinking you're probably making most of your money as a VA right now and not from your own business. And so you might be thinking thoughts about that. You might wanna keep those thoughts, you might wanna shift them around, but I would just look and see what do you think about other people's business and your VA business and what do you think about your business? Right. A lot of times when people aren't motivated to work on their business, they're walking in a lot of doubt. So a lot of like, is this ever even going to work? Will this ever even make any money? This niche is oversaturated. All of these things. Right. And when we're walking in a lot of doubt, yeah, you're not going to want to work on your business. If I were thinking this probably isn't even going to work and I bet I won't even make any money and I've already invested all this money. I don't even know if I'll make it back. What if all these people are freaking lying to me and scamming me? I have those thoughts. I don't know if you guys have ever bought like an expensive course and then like for a week after I would buy it, I would be like, what if this person just scammed me (laughs) and they're taking all of my money, (laughs) right? But when you're thinking those kind of thoughts, it's like, yeah, you're not going to feel like working on your business, right? If you're thinking this is probably never going to work and my stuff isn't even that good and I'm probably never even going to make any money anyway. If you have those thoughts bopping around in your brain, like, yeah, I wouldn't want to work on my business either. Of course, you're not going to want to work on your business, right? So what thoughts can you think 
that do create the feelings of motivation around your own business. People need me. I'm not making any money, but I'm going to do this anyway. I'm committed, right? I'm committed to doing it even though I don't feel like it. Maybe this isn't going to work, but I want to see what happens. Like, don't you guys want to see what happens? Like, don't you want to give yourself a shot? Like, don't you want to shoot your shot? <laughs> right? I always tell myself, I'm like, I'm someone that always shoots my shot. If you give me an opportunity, I'm fucking taking it. And I don't know, like, where it's all going to lead. And sometimes it doesn't work out. But there's no opportunities slipping by this girl. Like, I always shoot my shot, right? That's a narrative that I tell myself that gets me into the energy of motivation and commitment. I always shoot my shot. I want to see what's going to happen, right? And so try to find some thoughts that create excitement around your business and motivation and positive feelings about your business that feel true, right? So what you don't want to do is be like, I love working on my business and I'm so motivated when you're not motivated because your brain knows when you're lying. <laughs> so don't lie to yourself. Like think of something that feels true, right? So that's why the thought like, even though I'm not motivated, I want to see what's going to happen. Like that, most people can kind of get behind that, right? You can, most of you probably do want to see what's going to happen. Like, don't you want to know if it works or not? Like there's only one way to find out, right? And it's like the only way out is through, you know what I mean? So find some kind of thought that creates positive feelings, excitement, etc., around your business that will help you be motivated. And like I'm saying, like, you don't need to be motivated to work on your business. Like, don't you work on your client's stuff even when you're not motivated? Like, we don't just go to work when we're motivated. I've done this rant a bunch of times, but there's a bunch of new people in here. But I think this is important. So I hear this a lot in, like, entrepreneurship world where it's like, I want to feel motivated and I want to feel aligned and I want to feel inspired. And, of course, we want that. But, like, the energy of commitment <laughs> that we just have for a job is very important. So... I always use the example of my brother is a nurse. He works in the COVID unit. He works in obscenely insane hours right now. He works like 12 hour shifts. He works in the, he's in the hospital all the time. <laughs> he's just like in the hospital all the time, but he's not like putting on his scrubs in the morning, like trying to be inspired to go. He just puts his pants on, gets in his car and goes to work. And there's no drama about it, about like, like, what does this mean? And am I good enough to be a nurse? And is this gonna career gonna pan out for me? And is this all gonna, he doesn't have any drama. He just puts his pants on, gets in his car and goes to work. There's no like chatter, right? And in entrepreneurship world, there's a lot of chatter. And I'm, I'm guessing probably around your VA work, there's not a lot of chatter. You're doing the same thing my brother does with his job, right? He just puts his pants on and gets in his car and goes to work. You just sit down and you do the client work because you're committed. Right. And when there's an energy of commitment, a lot of that chatter will get quiet. Right. Because he's not in the energy of indecision about whether or not he's going to go to his job. He's committed to going to his job. So there's no chatter there. Do you guys see what I mean? So the energy of commitment, the reason I say that is not because I want you guys to just be committed and just hate everything all the time. Like, but I think when you're in the energy of commitment, the chatter and the bullshit that's in your brain gets a little quieter because he already knows he's going to ho the hospital. He already knows he's going to work 12 hours. <laughs> he already knows it's probably not going to be that fun, <laughs> right? But he's committed to doing that. That's his job. And so there's no drama about it. So how can you, we always say in the mastermind, like the drama is optional. How can you opt out of the drama you're having around your job and be in the energy and of building your business and be in the same energy of commitment that you have around your VA business and your client work? Does this make sense? Let me know. <laughs> we just need to put our pants on and work on our business. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah.
go on this rant a lot about, and I use the same example. I have this rant that I've been doing a lot about the hustle, right? Where it's like entrepreneurs are like the hustle and the grind and we work so hard. And it's like, I don't know. Do you work that hard? There's a lot of people like putting roofs on houses. Like, you know, my brother works in the hospital and I worked at the College of Medicine. People were in anesthesia, right? Where they do surgery. You can't go to the bathroom or anything. Those guys are just in surgery all day doing heart, like heart transplants and liver transplants. Like, you know, if you're an anesthesiologist, you can't just like go to the bathroom. <laughs> you have to like be on your feet there the whole time for 10 hours a lot of times, right? And, but they're not like going like, oh, the hustle and the doctor life and the grind and burnout. And blah. It's just like they just go to their job and there's none of this like drama around it. Like, am I good enough to put the heart in? And, and like someone else does it better. And like, maybe I don't even need to do this. And what if I do this other thing? It's like, they're just committed to going there and doing their job. And that's it. And there's no drama about it, right? Entrepreneurship world has become very indulgent in this like whole drama stuff around like hustle culture and all this. It's just like, you can just go to your job and work hard and you don't have to tell any stories about how hard it is and what it means and like you're grinding and like all this stuff, right? It's like, like I'm saying with my brother, just put your scrub pants on, get in your car and go to your job. <laughs> let me know. Let me know what you guys think. That example is everything. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the energy of commitment, right? When you're committed to going to your job, there's no drama. You just get in the car and you go, right? A lot of us have probably worked jobs that we really didn't like that much, but maybe you were pretty fine. Like I've worked jobs. I did have one super toxic job that was miserable, but I've worked a lot of jobs that I really didn't like that much. And it was fine. I just like went in my, got in my car and drove there and went there and it wasn't a big deal. I didn't make a big saga about it. So can you take some of the saga and drama and stuff out and just go to your job and that's it, right? And get quiet. <laughs> You're so awesome. You always have a way of explaining and breaking things down and make it relatable and understandable. Jillian, I appreciate that so much because I feel some, you, this is how I know you guys are my people. Cause I feel like to most people, I always feel like a weirdo and I make no sense. And I'm like, no one understands me or what I'm talking about, but I know like you guys are my people. Cause you guys get me. <laughs> you guys are like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> most people are like, what is she talking about? <laughs> It's the same in the IT field that my hubs has worked in. Yeah, a lot of people work very hard and they don't tell any drama about it, any stories about it, right? Entrepreneurs tend to tell this story about the hustle and the grind and we work these hours and we work so hard. And it's like, I don't know, is it that hard? Like hard compared to what? That's what I always say. I'm like, hard compared to what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Do I work that hard? There's always people that work harder than you. You know what I mean? I'm not, um, I'm not invested in the hard work Olympics. <laughs> Okay, that's one. I've only done one question. This is why <laughs> I'm always like, I'm going to try and do as many questions as I can. Okay, this was a good one. So how to keep going when the results of a launch are disappointing? Two other people were like, I want to talk about this. So who's had disappointing sales, disappointing launches? Tell me in the chat. It makes me <laughs> feel good as a coach. I would much rather you guys, I would much, 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 much rather you guys try to sell something and bomb and have it not work, then have you guys not selling anything, thinking and planning, who's done this, thinking about their niche, thinking about their business, thinking about what they're gonna sell um, and not trying anything. And so I'm always like, you know, people want this life, which you should, it's awesome, right? Like working for yourself is awesome. 
unlimited earning potential, awesome. Making our own schedule, awesome. Working remotely, awesome. Helping people, amazing. A great opportunity, right? Like what an, what an incredible opportunity we have. People want the result, but I'll tell you right now, like, and I'm going to be straight with you, you know, failure is required to have this. It's the price of entry. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm always kind of in this mindset of like, good, like, I hope it's hard. I hope I have to fail. I hope all of us have to fail because I know I'll always get up and I know I'm relentless and I know that I'm going to come out on top because I'm a fighter and I just won't lose. I just won't. Right. That's just my mentality. And I'm like, good. I hope it's hard. I hope it's fucking harder. <laughs> I'm like, good. And so I kind of get this weird sense of motivation when things in the business are down. I'm always like, I know that the strategies we're using right now won't work in three months. They won't work in six months. And I'm like, good, because I'm an innovator and I'm going to figure it out. And I'm not going to waste my time crying and whining when Pinterest algorithm changes, when Instagram algorithm changes, when Google SEO changes. I already know that's coming. I already know, right? And so I'm always ready to innovate and stand up and try again. And I think failure is required. It's like, do you want in the game or not? And if you want in the game, that's the game. It's like, sometimes you're going to launch things that you think are great, that you worked really hard on, and it's not going to work the first time, right? And that's what weeds people out. And so for you guys and for us, you know, it's good news because we can overcome, right? Because we're working on managing our minds. We have a lot of tools that other people don't have. And I'm like, good. Like, I hope it's harder. <laughs> like, And that's kind of the mentality. That mentality helps me operate in a, a system that is constantly changing, right? So the internet is inherently always changing. It's inherently moving around and changing and everything is moving fast. So we're inherently in an unstable environment. And for me to live in an inherently unstable environment, <laughs> for me to live in an unstable environment and grow the business and feel good, I have to have this mindset of like, I always get up and figure it out. Hey guys, I wanted to take a second and just let you know that applications for Empire are open. If you wanna make Q4 the best quarter of your year, this is the time to do it. You'll get to be in a small group coaching container with me and six other women. You will get to be coached by me every Wednesday night on the call. You get access to our private Slack channel where you can ask me any questions you want Monday through Friday. I respond to you within one business day. You get a special private podcast just for members and you get a mindset module every Monday. This program is designed for you to get a total transformation and I'm so excited to see the results that we create with the new group. If you want to be part of it, go apply today. We only have six spots. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Now, the other thing I'll say is like with launches, it's like, and I've had this happen, right? I've done this too, because I feel like I'm like, I always joke, like I'm married to my business. I'm like, my business is like my child. Like I'm not, I'm not married and I don't have kids. So I'm like, my, I'm married to this business. And it's like a joke, but like, not really, right? I kind of feel like that. I'm like, I'm like very invested in this business. You guys get me? But you got to detach and remember, like, the launch doesn't mean anything about you. We make the launch mean a bunch of stuff about us. And But the game of entrepreneurship is like, can you be good? Can I be faith and feel good about faith? I feel good about me and my life and what I'm here to do and my message and my work. Can I feel good about all of that and let the numbers go up and down? Because numbers and business always fluctuate. They always go up and down. Every business 
everywhere, Walmart, Walgreens, Applebee's, whatever. <laughs> they all have quarters that are higher and quarters that are lower. And they have days that are higher and days that are lower. And the numbers are always fluctuating. And do you think the CEO of Applebee's is sitting around like watching their numbers and their data and making a mean about bunch of stuff about them personally? Where they're like, oh my God, the sales are down and no one likes me. And I knew that Ch Chili's was better than us. And no one even likes our stuff and our stuff isn't even that. They're just like, no, like, they're just like looking at their numbers, looking at their data. They're like, let's do a new advertising campaign. Let's do a new, I don't know what Applebee's sells. I wish I had not picked this analogy. <laughs> let's, let's launch a new chicken fajita advertising campaign thing. Let's try something else. They're just looking at the data and then trying other things. They're not making it mean a bunch of stuff about them personally. And so your launch and your numbers don't mean anything about you personally. They only mean, this is in my no stress launch guide, which I know a lot of you guys got from Kate Doster, but I'm sure you guys haven't had time to watch everything you got. I don't know about you guys. I like hoarded a bunch of stuff out of that bundle and I haven't looked at any of it yet, but in the no stress launch guide, I do a whole workshop about that. That's what this is about. That's what it's about. It's about managing your mind. And remember, everything is neutral. So a bunch of people buying all of your things doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean you're a good person. It doesn't mean your business is going to succeed. It doesn't mean anything. It's neutral. It only means what you make it mean. No one buying your thing doesn't mean your stuff is bad, doesn't mean your business is going to fail, doesn't mean anything about you personally. It's neutral. It doesn't mean anything. It only means what you make it mean. And what happens is people make the numbers when they're up mean a bunch of good things about them. Oh, I'm really doing good and I'm really figuring it out. And I'm like, I'm so successful and I feel validated and everybody likes me. And then when the numbers go down, they make that mean a bunch of stuff about them too, where they're like, I'm never going to figure this out. So-and-so started after me and she's making more money. I'm not even that good. My niche is oversaturated. All these stories, right? But like I said, in business, the numbers are always going to go up and down. <laughs> so, so your quality of life is going to be very stressful if you're making all of your numbers mean a bunch of stuff about you and then your numbers are going up and down all the time, which they will. That's how business works. Okay. <laughs> like no one is, no one is really making sales like flat across every day, usually. Right. I mean, unless I don't know, but for most of us doing sales and selling stuff, like we're not going to make the exact same amount of money every day. We're not going to make the exact same amount of money every quarter or every year. The numbers go up and down, right? And so you don't want your personal well-being attached to your numbers, right? It doesn't mean anything about you. Coraline, my friend Coraline always says, you're not your business. You're not your business. It doesn't mean anything about you, right? I mean, the fact of the matter is we know, I know a lot of people that are good at sales that are shitty people. You guys probably do too. Being good at sales doesn't mean anything about you, right? Kelly Thorson in the mastermind always says it's like a science experiment, right? So your launch is like a science experiment. You're just putting something out there and your hypothesis is kind of like, this is going to sell. <laughs> and then you're going to test your hypothesis by seeing if it sells or not, right? But if you're a scientist and you're doing a science experiment and you have a hypothesis, you think you're like, oh, I think this is going to happen. Let's test it. If it doesn't go your way, you're not telling a bunch of stories about you. You're not like, oh my God, I'm not worthy and I'm not good at science. You're just testing things and looking at the results and learning from the results. Does this make sense? So detach, detach. Numbers don't mean anything about you. They don't mean anything about anything. Sales are just sales. Does it mean anything about anything? What are you going to make it mean? 
right? And then can you look at it more detached as a scientist, like a science experiment? I'm just testing my hypothesis that this is going to sell. And if it doesn't sell, it doesn't mean anything about you. You just look at the data and try to figure out where to adjust. Does this make sense? Me, I've had two super disappointing launches. Yeah, and they're only disappointing because of what you're making it mean. I'm not invested in the hard work Olympics. <laughs> that needs to be a shirt. <laughs> because they're funny. I like the analogy with scientific experiments. Let's play with this rather than stress about it. Right? Like, like, like scientists aren't looking at data and making that mean something about them. We look at our data from our launch and make it mean something about me as a human being, right? At me as a person. And it's like, you don't want to get yourself worth from sales. Trust me, you just don't. People do this with page views, right? Their page views go up and they're like, I'm a super talented blogger and like everything is working and I feel great. And then their page views go down. Google does something weird or Pinterest does something weird, which we know we already know is going to happen. <laughs> we already know it's going to happen. They do it all the time, right? They change the algorithm. Your page views go down and then you feel like shit, right? But you don't want your happiness and your worth as a human being tied to data that you can't control, which are sales, page views, email subscribers, any of that kind of data, like don't make that mean a bunch of stuff about you. Just let it be good information. It's good information for you to have as a business owner. How many people, this is the, the thing. This is why I would rather you guys launch and fail and, and sell nothing than not sell anything. Because I know Megan, even though you're like, my launch has flopped and it was disappointing, you're getting closer to having a launch that's awesome. That's not disappointing. Right. But if you're not launching anything, you're not moving. You're not doing anything in your business. Right. And so I would much rather you launch and fail. And then you can look at that data and then you can be like, how many people went on the sales page? How many, you know, did I just not get it in front of enough people? Does my sales page not good? Is my something on my sales page wrong? Is my messaging off? Do people just not want this offer? Is the price off? You can start looking at the data and looking at the different things. How many people opened your email? How many people clicked on your thing? You know, you can start looking at that data and looking at how you sold it. Like, is there a different way that you need to sell it? Is there something else you need to make sure they know before you pitch it? Like, what do you need to do? But if you don't sell anything, you can't figure any of that out because you don't have any data. You don't have anything to look at, right? So people will ask me in the mastermind all the time. They're like, should I do this offer or this offer? And what's going to sell better? And I'm like, I have no idea. You have to test it. <laughs> I'm like, go test it and look at the data. I'm like, how do you know if something works? You test it. You don't think about it. <laughs> like, listen, listen, I'm really, really on one today. <laughs> You figure out if something works by testing it, not by thinking about, will this work or this work or should I do this or that? You just go, okay, I'm going to try this and test it and see if it works. If it doesn't work, I'm going to test something else. <laughs> You're definitely right. I rely on my business metrics to give my value. Okay, new thoughts. I'm a good blogger because I work hard and understand my audience. I'm committed to growth and growth involves failure. Yep. There we go. We're all in the same game, Megan. We're all in the same game. I'll tell you guys this story too. A lot of you guys have heard this, but last February, and at this point, like I had been blogging and selling shit for years. <laughs> so it wasn't like, it wasn't like my first rodeo. I launched this launch in February to my mental health list with 
which was like everything I knew not to do, right? It was like, I didn't prep them at all. I did no launch runway. I talk about in the mastermind, we talk about pre-launch all the time. I did no pre-launch. I had no list for this. And I decided out of basically left field, I'm going to teach this like dating course. I want to teach this like dating course for single girls. It's like mindset about dating. And I think this is like awesome. I'm psyched about it, right? So I just put it together and drop it. And it flopped so incredibly hard. It was so humbling. Let me tell you, it was probably the worst launch I've like ever done. Um, but I learned a lot from it and I was like, okay, like the pre-launch run and the runway stuff, like I really, it really is important. Like, you know, I knew it, but it just solidified that in my brain. And then in March, I launched the new offer. That's when we launched the mastermind in March, the next month. And we had our biggest launch ever. Right. And I just kind of took all of the weird failures and all of the pieces that I dropped, all of the things that didn't work from that failed launch. And I rearranged it all and I made a really good launch strategy and I went through and I did the whole thing the way that I knew how to do. And we had our first $10,000 month that month. Right. And that was a $10,000 month after in February, the worst launch at that point of my career. <laughs> Like even my first launch was better than this launch I did. I just did a really poor job, right? And so I'm just offering that to you guys because you just don't know, right? If I had looked at the data and looked at that and made that mean a bunch of things about me, I could have been like, I've been doing this for years and I just had this horrible, shitty launch. I think I sold two courses, which is like never happened before. Even the first time I sold a course, like I, I just, I sold like two things and I was like, you know, I could have looked at that and been like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm like a failure. No one likes my stuff. I could have made that mean a bunch of things about me, but I was just like, oh, like I, I like bumbled that launch. Let me figure out what I was, what I did different during this one and why it didn't work. And I just like looked at all the data and I looked at all the lessons and I put it together. Um, and I just used it to have a really fun, big launch for the mastermind. And we did, we had a great, like really fun, easy, breezy, beautiful launch for the mastermind in March. It was incredible. Um, and so I'll just offer that to you guys for what it's worth. You don't know what, just because you have one bad launch doesn't mean there's not a really great launch or something really awesome, like waiting for you. And you just never know what's going to happen in internet world. Okay. Does that help with the disappointing launch stuff? Do we need to talk more about that? Watch my no stress launch guide. Cause that's about managing your mind. It's about, it's about deciding what your numbers mean and in managing your mind in the launch, right? The launch is like the best personal development you can do because all of your fear and bullshit and stories are going to come up, right? Your brain's going to start telling you a bunch of crazy stuff about, you know, maybe you're not that good. And no, mine is always like, everyone hates you. No one likes you. <laughs> Every launch we do, right? That's the story that comes up. And it's just a new opportunity for me to work through that story on a deeper level and it's the best personal development you can do because it forces you to look at your stuff. Rashonda says, I like to focus on how far I've come. Yeah, I love that. Even if something fails, I'm still learning so much and that feels so good. Yeah, you've got to be thankful for where you are now. What happens a lot of times when we're growing businesses, I'm a like neurotic overachiever. Probably a lot of you guys are too, right? And so I'm always like, like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Where are we going? More, bigger, better. You know, I'm just like very much like over there. I want to be over there kind of all the time. And what I found was you have to train your brain to be excited and thankful now. You have to practice now because what will happen is you're going to hit your goal 
and you're going to feel the exact same because you've just been practicing training your brain that over there is better, over there is better, over there is better. And so once you get over there, you keep the same train of thought, right? We think like, yeah, but once I get over there, my thoughts will change and I'll be happy. But you haven't been practicing feeling happy. You haven't been practicing feeling proud of yourself. You've been practicing, I always say the mastermind, I'm like, if you guys could bully yourself into success, if it works like that, you guys would all be rich. (laughs) But it doesn't work. (laughs) So stop doing it, right? We all are like bullying ourselves in our brains and thinking all these thoughts. And we think, but once I hit my income goal or once I hit the page goals like certainly I'll feel different and I'll stop being so hard on myself I'll stop thinking all of these horrible thoughts I'll stop like you know struggling or whatever and I'm gonna feel good and happy but you're not because you've just been practicing you've been training your brain the whole time to be critical of yourself be critical of your business to be unsatisfied with what you have and to think over there is better. So once you hit your goal, you're still gonna be doing those same things over at the goal. Trust me because I've done this so many times and it is very humbling. <laughs> you don't want, you don't want to do it. Trust me. <laughs> it is a very humbling feeling to hit really big income goals and still feel the exact same way. And you're like, oh, I really thought, you know, and we all kind of know better. We're like, I know like my feelings don't come from income goals or from audience goals or like whatever. You're you're like, I know like logically my happiness, but there's still part of my brain that would kind of be like, yeah, but like once we get over there though, it's going to be so much better though. (laughs) And then I would get over there and I'd be like, oh yeah, I feel the exact same. So let me be an example for you guys. Don't do that. (laughs) Train your brain to be happy now. (laughs) So that way when you get there, you can enjoy it. I'm going to do one more. Ruby. Ruby says, I'm struggling through the messy middle. I keep fighting the mind junk of I should be further by now. So much is going on at my job. And financially right now, I'm actually considering getting a second job. But then the thought comes that this is why I'm building a business. So I won't need a second job. I'm trying to build my teacher business, but teaching is beating me up. I'm working through a teacher pay teacher course right now, but it's taking me forever. I just want to get in a quick win, start selling something fast so I can feel like my business is worthwhile. I keep fighting the mind junk of I should be further by now. Yeah, that's a really unhelpful thought. How many of you guys have that thought? Like I should be over there. Like I should have done X, Y, and Z by now right? I should be over there. I should have done more by now. I should be further along. I think we all kind of have this narrative. And I think there's a lot of like overnight success stories that are like paraded around in entrepreneurship land where it's like, look at like so-and-so does like started our business and did a 30k month and six months. And like, you know, that's awesome for those people. That's not my story. That was probably not a lot of your guys' story either. I think that's not most people's stories. But I think hearing those narratives can make you feel behind if you tell yourself thoughts like that. So what are some different thoughts you can think instead of I should be further by now? I should be further by now is a really unhelpful thought. It's going to like, I always talk about leaking your energy. That is an energy leaking thought. I should be further by now. You guys feel that? Like think that thought and see how you feel in your body. Do you feel excited to work on your business? Do you feel inspired? Do you want to go help people? Like I don't want to do any, I should be further by now. I should be further right now. I should be making more money. No one's even looking at my stuff yet. Like I've spent all this time, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. That's not going to help you get the result that you want. But I learned the thought model from Brooke Castillo, which is she has a podcast called the Life Coach School, which is really good. But I love her thought model and I teach it and talk about it a lot. 
but it's like, what thought are you thinking? I should be further by now. How does that make you feel? It probably for me, when I think I should be further by now, it makes me feel kind of like, like, why am I even, why am I even bothering? Like, it makes me feel very unmotivated, right? So I think I should be further by now. I feel unmotivated. When I feel unmotivated, what action do I take? I probably either procrastinate or I take action, but kind of from a very like drained place, right? This is why people get burnt out. They're taking action, but they're like feeling like really bad about their business and about themselves. And I think that actually causes burnout more than the hours you work. I think people really focus on like burnout as like working too many hours. It's really not, I don't think it's really about that. I think it's really about how you're feeling when you're working the hours, right? Because I think we've all had the experience where you get really excited about a project or you get really motivated and you can just work literally forever and never be tired of it and never get burnt out, right? I have that experience. But anyway, so the action is probably like procrastinating, struggling to get your stuff done, putting stuff off. And the result is you don't move your business along very fast, right? So it what result do we want? We want the result of making consistent progress in our business. What thought do we need to think to create the feeling and action to get that result? And so you can kind of like break everything apart and look at it and be like, what thoughts do I need to practice thinking to get the result that I want? So in this situation, Ruby, in this season of life that you're in, what thoughts do you need to practice thinking? It sounds like you're in a tough season of life, like you're having some financial difficulty and some stuff changing maybe with your job and you're trying to get your business off the ground. A lot of times when we're in tough seasons of life, it requires us to be really diligent about what thoughts we think, how we see things, like how are you going to see the situation? Um, And the more you can start shifting that stuff around in a way that works towards the result you want, the easier it is. I just got an email from a well-known blogging course seller that flaunted how they made 20000 a month in their first few months of blogging. <laughs> I actually really look up to this business, but it pissed me off because that wasn't mentioned was how this business happened on the blogging scene in the Pinterest blogging heyday when you could throw up a pin and immediately get tons of traffic and sales. Very misleading. Yeah. I don't know. I always want to work with people that want to work hard. And so I just like, to me, as like someone you know, that's a business coach or a blogging coach or whatever. I never want to sell quick wins like that and overnight success. Cause I'm like, those aren't the people I want to work with. I want to work with the people that are, I'm always like, I want to work with revolutionary leaders. I want to work with women that are ready. I want to work with women that want to have a big impact. Right. And, and have a desire in their heart to lead and for change and for service. And to me that, and like quick win $20,000 and a month in three months, like those just aren't the people I would want to attract in my business personally. Not to say there's anything wrong with that. Like, obviously that would be super great. <laughs> like if we could all make that money, I mean, maybe they know something I don't know, but <laughs> Faith, you look so cute today. Thank you. <laughs> I'm still in my workout clothes. I just have been putting on this jacket before I go live and I feel like it makes me look like I got dressed today, <laughs> but it's a secret. I'm still in my workout clothes. <laughs> I think that you can really anchor into this is one seasonal life and it's going to pass. If you're in a hard seasonal life, I'm always just like, life is in seasons. This isn't forever. (laughs) Like this is like just one seasonal life and it's going to pass. I think you can be open to miracles being 
in the energy of being excited for possibilities and for miracles has gotten me through some very dark, tough times in life and business. I'm always like, I'm available for miracles. Everything can change in an instant, right? Everything can change in my favor in an instant. And I'm open and available to miracles. I love being in the energy of possibilities um, that big things can happen to me and they can happen quickly. And I'm open and available to that all the time. And I like being in that energy. That gets me through tough times. You know, and even if you do get a second job, you can always like stop doing it, right? You can always try it and see if that's helpful for you or not. Um, and, you know, I, there's no right answer and there's no wrong answer. So it's just like, what do you want to do in this situation? You want to get a second job? Like maybe, maybe you want to get a second job and like knock down some debt or get some savings or get a little bit ahead on bills or whatever, right? And maybe you want to get a second job. Or maybe you're like, I don't want to work a second job. I just want to hunker down and focus on this business and shoot my shot, right? Like I was saying in the beginning, it's like, I, I like to see myself as being someone who always shoots my shot. I'm like, no opportunity is slipping by me. Like, you know, and I grew up, most of you guys know, I grew up in poverty. I grew up poor. I just always felt like I'm not going to get necessarily that many chances of being in a different situation. And I always just had this mentality of like any opportunity I can get, I will take advantage of, right? First generation college, I went and got my master's degree. Yeah. And so you might, you might say like, I want to shoot my shot and build this business. I don't want to get a second job. I just want to shoot my shot and go in on this second business. I want to know what's going to happen, right? I just want to know. That's, that's how it felt to me when I quit my job and went all in on my business. I was like, I just want to know if it works or not. And if it didn't work, I was okay with that, but I had to know. I had to know that I had done everything I could do. And I wanted to fail knowing that I had given it my all and that it just, I just really wasn't able to get it to work, right? And it wasn't that I didn't play full out. And so there's no wrong answer to that. You can maybe get a second job and you're like, I wanna knock down debt and that's what I wanna do right now. I want some extra cash coming in now. Um, that's fine. Or you can be like, you know what, now is the time for me to shoot my shot. I'm just going to table the idea of getting the second job and go all in. I will say, I do think the energy of indecision is exhausting. So thinking about, should I get a second job? Should I not? Should I go all in on the business? Should I not? Should I do this? Should I do that? Like, and probably a lot of you guys are in indecision about something, right? Should I do this? Should I launch this course or that course? Should I do this niche or that niche? That shit will keep you so stuck and make everything take so long. <laughs> so just make a decision. And it can just even be for this week or this month. Like this week, I'm not going to get a second job. Or this week, I'm going to start looking for a second job. Like make the decision. And then next week, you can reevaluate if you want, right? Or next month, you can be like, okay, this month, I'm not going to get a second job. I'm going to reevaluate next month. But I'm not going to allow this to keep leaking my energy by being an indecision, right? Indecision is very, very exhausting. It really, really, really it really stagnates people energetically. It keeps ideas from coming. It keeps action from taking place. It just keeps you very, very stuck. So don't indulge in indecisions. Just look at the information, set a timer. This is for anybody that has a decision to make that's leaking energy. Just write down what you need to decide, set a timer, make the decision, and that's it. And then you have your own back. You don't go back and forth. You know, well, maybe this. I mean, it's like, no, you just like have to decide make a decision and then move forward and you can reevaluate later. Like Paulette in my mastermind always says, um, decisions aren't life sentences, right? So you can make a decision, 
go all in with it for a couple weeks and then you can reevaluate if you need to, right? But that will serve you a lot better than just being confused and indecisive because that keeps you people really stuck in their business. I just went through that decision process. It's so draining. Finally decided to jump all in and quit my job. Congratulations, Michelle. Y'all are, there's a bunch of people quitting their jobs. <laughs> but yeah, Ruby, I would say know that something easier is coming. I'd be available for an easier solution. It sounds like this, the energy and the situation you're in right now so, sounds and feels like kind of draining and stuck and you don't know what to do. I would really try to get in the energy of like, big things are coming for me. I'm available for opportunity. I'm open to miracles. I would really be in the energy of being available for change. I'm available for things to be easier, right? I'm open for life to become easier and feel easier and growth to be easy and opportunities to come easy. Um, and I would try to get out of this energy of feeling stuck and everything being hard. Does that make sense? And so, and I think when you do that, it makes you magnetic to like more opportunity. That's my advice in general. Yeah, Taylor's quitting her job too. You guys should be accountability buddies. <laughs> Everybody in the mastermind's quitting their job. <laughs> I take I take no responsibility. I don't tell them to quit their job, I swear. <laughs> yeah, so exciting, so scary. Yeah, quitting your job is a big step. But I'm proud of you guys if it's the right step, right? And like I always say, it's like, you know, yeah, decisions aren't life sentences. So you can always... Just use it, get really ahead on your business. And if you have to go pick up work, you can always do that. I did freelancing work because I just wanted to learn, but you can also like, you know, you could do VA work or you could help coaches with their launches or there's a lot of opportunity kind of in the business for work once you're kind of known and you kind of network. Does that make sense? So you guys could always pick up work helping a different blogger with their blog or something like that. Definitely feel that. My husband and I are both quitting. Taylor, oh my gosh, I love it. She's doing it. But we're so ready. Best of luck. Yeah, congratulations. I remember leaving my job thinking like, I thought when I quit my job, I was going to be so excited and it was going to be like the most fun thing ever. And like, I was going to like skip out of work <laughs> into my new life as a full-time blogger. And I remember getting in my car being like, I might actually puke. <laughs> Like, I felt like I was, like, leaving my job for the last time, just like, I might throw up. What have I done? <laughs> but it all worked out. So, um, you know, I think there's something to be said for going all in sometimes, you know? If you have the opportunity, what an amazing gift to give yourself, you know? A lot of women won't bet on themselves. A lot of women won't even buy, like, they want to start blog blogs, but they won't even buy a course or like invest in a very basic level because they feel, you know, that they won't be able to do it or they're not good enough or they don't feel worthy. And so I get really excited seeing women just go all in on their dreams and like giving themselves the chance, right? Just giving yourself the chance to have the kind of life that you want. And I think it's very exciting. And I'm really excited, um, Taylor, to see what happens for you. I think you're about to have a big breakthrough and about to break through. There's something energetically, I think, about taking action that really aligns with believing in your business, right? Because if you really believed your business was going to succeed, like, would you stay at your job? And for a lot of people, it's like, no. And so by Taylor quitting her job, she's really saying to the universe and saying energetically, like, yeah, I do fucking believe I can do it, actually. <laughs> Like, like, I do think I can make it. 
<laughs> and I want to try, right? And like I was saying earlier, like I want to see what happens, right? Like for me, it was like, I didn't know if it was going to work or not, but I knew I wanted to know what would happen if I did quit my job. I wanted to know, I just wanted to know like what would happen. Does that make sense? So anyway, that's all I have to say to you guys today. There's so many good questions. I wish I could go through all of these, but I just don't have time. I love the breakthroughs group. You know, I really want to help you guys out as much as I can. And like I said, if you want all of your questions answered and you want support, the mastermind is the place. It is the place to work with me, to work with amazing coaches, to have community. You can get all of your questions answered. We do a live stream Q&A every Friday with me. But honestly, there's never even that many questions because there's so many calls every week that people get their questions answered either by me on Zoom or other coaches on Zoom. By the time we get to Friday, everyone's kind of sorted, right? So even though the group has a lot of people in it, a lot of times there'll only be two or three questions because people are getting support. And if you look on this thread, like you guys, there's so many good questions. Even if it's not in my mastermind or, or coaching from me, like find someone that can answer these questions for you because it makes a big difference when you're growing your business, when you have people or friends or coaches or community where you can go and get these questions answered. It's really important because when you've never built a business before, it's really hard to figure out all of these little things by yourself, right? Like, you know, you need to be around people that kind of get it that you can ask. So get you know those questions answered either in a paid program in my paid program and in another person's paid program. And if you want to start your own mastermind where you have business friends, I used to just have a group of like business friends I would talk to before I could hire coaching, but don't stay by yourself. Don't stay with questions unanswered. Don't stay trying to figure everything out on your own. It just makes everything take so long and it's so hard. Trust me, I'm talking to you as like someone that has did this for a long time. And when I started making money in my business was when I started finding community of people I could connect with and get support from and hiring coaches and getting help because I didn't know how to grow a business. I had never done it before. And so trying to take courses and figure out the bazillion questions I had on my own just wasn't sufficient enough, right? I just was stuck and I became unstuck when I found other support. So get the support you need for your business. We'd love to have you in the mastermind, but there's many other programs. If there's something that speaks to you more, or if you want to start your own program or like group of people supporting each other, like you can certainly do that. There's lots of options, but I'm telling you, don't do this by yourself. Just don't. <laughs> it's like way too hard. <laughs> All right, you guys. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. The Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity on your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. 
people are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special. And I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own. And I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys soon.